right, listeners, that sound you heard was me kissing my lucky duck because, holy cow, we're going to need it. The stakes are set, y'all. I almost wouldn't want it any other way. If I'm being real, you know, it would have been nice to beat the Huskies in Washington, in Seattle. But the way it's set up right now, the Ducks look like one of, if not the best team in the country. And now we, we have one loss to avenge. One loss. The team who we are facing next in the final Pac-12 championship game ever. Yes, I'm sure, you know, the Pac-2 will make some pact with the Mountain West or something like that. And and there may be something called the Pac-whatever, 10, 14. But it's not the real Pac-12 with the founders, you know what I mean. And Pac-12 is dead. One final game to put it out of its misery, basically, even though it's having a great year. Holy cow. How many how many people in their final year, their death year, if you will, actually go out thriving? You know, it doesn't happen very often, especially for 100-year-olds. But um, Oregon versus Washington, the revenge game is set. It'll either be Oregon taking it to their rival, showing that they are actually the better team, finally being the Pac-12 team to kind of like pop their little bubble. There's been so many close games that Washington has played lately. The Apple Cup lived up to that as well. It'll either be Oregon ending that dream run for the Huskies, which there's nothing sweeter than going to the playoffs, but also robbing your rival of the opportunity to go to the playoffs. So it'll either be that for the Ducks or Oregon will be. But another little note for the Huskies that, oh yeah, and we beat Oregon twice that year that we went 12-0 and in the Pac-12 and got to the playoffs. Which that just sounds, to be a side note in the histories of Husky lore, ugh, ugh. So everything, everything is up for grabs. Not only that, but the winner of this next game will likely win the Heisman. Bonkers. Bonkers. But we're not talking about that game specifically. We're talking about the Oregon versus Oregon State game. Oh, it has many names. My favorite personal name is the Platy. And the Ducks won that Platy, they they yoinked it from Oregon State, who humili- humiliated us last year in the fourth quarter, running, what was it, 18 times or such, just showing that they were the more physical team on that day. Bo Nix was injured, still gave it his all. It was a very competitive game. Ducks were up by 21 points and then blew it. Well, in this game... We were up by 24 points, and we stayed up 24 points. And honestly, that one touchdown drive from the Beavers was questionable. (laughs) It was Ducks versus them, them being the refs and the team we're playing that week. Um, But this one 
couldn't have gone smoother. I mean, sure, it could have been 60 to 7 or whatever. But this was as clinical a win as you could have. Um, we, we scored on, well, we should have scored on all four of our first half touchdown drives. Unfortunately, we missed the 34-yard field goal, which is about that range that I would... I would love the college kicker to be, you know, consistent from, especially the veteran college kicker. We don't need to rag on Camden Lewis because, first of all, all-time leading scorer for the Oregon Ducks, so he deserves high praise for that regardless of what happens on the field. Plus, I know my co-host Aaron Schroeder is going to go off. Maybe he'll he'll have a heart, but, uh, yeah, so we don't need to rag too much on him. But that would have been... Four drives, uh, four scoring drives in the first half compared to Oregon State's, which had that one drive, the 15 play, 16, no, 80 yards, five minutes and 37 seconds, very much aided by quite a few Oregon penalties, some of which I thought were absolute BS. <laughs> honestly, sorry for the sniffles, y'all. Um, honestly, they, there was some BS on our first drive, too. I know a lot of you were seeing that. First, uh, Bucky Irving was not down. Florida State's getting me mad in our game, let alone the game where I was hoping the Gators were going to you know, do us a favor there. But the Florida State popped up in our game when they said Bucky Irving wasn't or was down when he absolutely was not. It was a, a reverse Michael Dyer, Michael Dyer for us, whatever his name was. I, I try to forget. I know it's dire, and it pisses me off. Um, but yeah, they were they were really bailed out a couple of times there. They did end up scoring a touchdown, but it didn't matter because Bo Nix and Co. are absolutely automatic. Bo Nix, I believe, uh, passed the record for most. Um, uh, I guess pa- I, I always get confused how you say this. I guess receptions, most uh, not receptions. He's not catching the ball. Most passes thrown that were caught. Most single single season receptions thrown. I guess is the best way to say. Um, which just goes to show how damn accurate he is. Thirty three of forty. QBR of 97.4, 367 yards, two touchdowns. Not only that, but he threw he ran the ball for 31 yards on six carries and a touchdown, a really good rushing touchdown too. I mean, no one touched him. That's the kind of QB rushes you want. The kind that end in scores, the kind where there's no big hit that he took. It was just perfect planning. We knew they weren't accommodating for him. There was no edge. And uh, bing, bang, boom. uh, Bucky Irving, as always, wonderful, wonderful running back. 14 carries for 41 yards. Um, I believe he he had that reception touchdown, which, again, it's why he's sometimes... He's a checkdown artist, but he's a checkdown master, my man. First of all, he plenty of deep shots that were beautiful. There was, of course, that Troy Franklin touchdown right before the half, which really set. Man, I mean, we set the tone on the first drive, but that set what kind of game it was going to be because it was 14-7. to We could have played a little more cautious, you know, a little more afraid of the turnover, but it was clear Dan Landing and Bonex were like, 
F that. We need a score. I want to be up by double digits. And that final drive just running down the field. Just, I mean, there was plenty of throws down the field. He was great. He wasn't bombing it down 50-50 balls like Penix style. But he was taking what the defense gave him, and there was quite a bit to be grabbed up from this Beavers D, including, like I was saying, that Bucky Irving check down, which was the easiest easiest score you could get. Give the ball to Bucky, let him do his thing. But actually, I would say, especially running back-wise, Jordan James outplayed the senior Bucky Irving. I think he's a senior. Uh, Jordan James, seven carries, 43 yards, one touchdown, but was just an angry runner, as he always is, as he always is. He's just everything you want from a back. I'm so excited to see more of Jordan James and Noah Winnington next year. I assume Bucky Irving, he gone. But uh, our running back room is in fine shape. So is Tez Johnson. Did you see those steps? Did you see those dance moves? I think that should be the new TikTok trend with young Duck fans. It should be like, do the Johnson, you know? Like, it's kind of like the stanky leg. I That looked like the stanky leg to me. That's the most recent dance I, I know is the stanky leg. Troy Franklin for 128 yards, one touchdown, just the best receiver the Ducks have ever had. I think it's safe to say that, right? I love Jeff Mayo. I love them all. Chris Macklemore, you can say all these people. Yeah, but Troy Franklin, he he is our number one weapon, I would say. Um, he, he's the person that you have to, absolutely have to account for. I mean, he's the big name. Marvison, Marvin Harrison Jr., who the fuck? Come on, man. Who gives a shit about Marvin Harrison I'm so sick of our Big Ten rivals already. Uh, I watched the game, and I don't know. I think we can beat either team. I don't, I, I'm trying to stay with Oregon, Oregon State, but <laughs> uh, wow. I, I'm not too afraid of anyone in the world right now, except for the Washington Huskies. You, you better believe that, uh, just because it's the next game. It's the... I don't even care what we do in the playoffs. I've said this many times this season. Um, I don't care what we do in the playoffs. I just want to win the Pac-12, meaning I also want to win the Pac-12 championship game. Uh, and and for it to be against the Huskies and to make them feel so bad, why we feel so good, that's that's all I've ever wanted in life. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, Troy Franklin deserves a, a shout-out. The whole offense, just elite. 31 points. It could have been more. It could have been more. Hopefully, Gary Bryant Jr. is doing well. Um, that that seemed really pretty brutal. And also, was pretty maddening uh, when Manning, I believe it was Manning, made that huge tackle on the receiver. Yes, it was like a pile driver, you know, but I didn't hear no whistle. You know, until you blow that whistle, he had to get that man down. I don't know why you call it unnecessary roughness on that and not on the hit that took Gary Bryant out. Whatever, maybe I'm being a little bit too much of a homer. But it was also nice uh, to see Treshawn Holden just 
again, this is what good recruiting does, immediately be able to step in there and just represent, which is exactly what he did. You know, when the ball hits his hands, you know he's catching that shit. And that is, hey, for for it not even to be like our first option, I think that's fantastic. Because he's legit. I mean, from from the Alabama roster, so you know he ain't trash. Even though Alabama secretly trash. I saw you in that garbage fourth quarter. You deserve to lose to Auburn. Ugh. No one was doing his favors. No one was doing his favors last week. Evan Williams, even with the club, the club on his hand, led all tacklers, well, led all duck tacklers. Six tackles, three solo, just a beast. Taishim Johnson horrified that he is not okay. As of right now, I don't know of any injury report, but, oh, that is horrifying. We need our full secondary completely ready to go for obvious reasons. Washington, they are a team that, you know, they have been hard to watch with confidence. There's so many not great teams they've almost lost to, especially in the fourth quarter, but they've won every game, and it's because... They have just a wonderful receiving core, obviously, and a great quarterback. They've got this one just super-powered move, you know, that has absolutely worked on just about everybody, especially when they needed it, you know. Uh, And it, it worked on us. I hate it, but it absolutely worked on us. So, I don't know what to tell you. Um... It may work again, and it'll especially have a shot to work if our secondary isn't fully intact. It's been such a strength for us. Sorry. It's been such a strength for us. The only little, you know, uh, weakness in the armor is injuries. Injuries to our absolute best players when we're playing against elite talent like Washington's receiving core is. But uh, other than that, I mean, everybody had such a solid game against the Beavers. I love seeing uh, Connor Sowell. Um, I love seeing uh, uh, Tatum Tuioti. Oh, my goodness. He had quite the game. Jordan Birch, fully, just seemingly fully healthy, fully ready to go. Can't wait to see if he can get to Penix because he certainly, certainly got to uh, DJU. Um, speaking of which, that was a huge moment. When Mateo Uyunglele got out there, you know, helped destroy the pocket to actually get the sack. Um, Only one sack in this game, but certainly a lot of pressure. Certainly things that could be considered sacks, like right on the verge. Blake Purchase got out there. Always exciting to watch. Man, I love this team. Also, just, just shout out to Jamal Hill. Didn't have, like, the biggest stats game. But I heard through the grapevine, a.k.a. the internet, um, that he uh, handed out in the community. I don't know about handed out, but definitely had a bunch of turkeys that he donated to the local community for Thanksgiving. That is awesome. Love Jamal Hill. Really, you know, his transformation in this team from uh, defensive back to just now quick, meaty linebacker. It's been key. It's absolutely one of the reasons why this defense has had such a huge jump up. The linebacking core is quick and ready to hit, and there's been so many gang tackles. 
both tight ends, obviously Terrence Ferguson, Terrence Ferguson and Patrick Herbert have been dynamic, awesome. We thought, you know, ooh, I hope tight end is in a, a place where we got too thin over this offseason, knock on wood, but both of them have been more than enough. And, and the backups have been great. I'm excited to see what they do next year. Meanwhile, the Beavers, man, we, we made them look totally normal. Thank God they are ranked. They were ranked. I don't know where they are now. Hopefully still top 25, but number 16 because that was something we needed for a resume all of a sudden. All these Pac-12 teams that were ranked have just been falling off cliffs lately. Oregon State a little overrated, but I'm so glad they were because it, it gave us, you know, a little, little something to do. Little something to look good doing. <sighs> now, as far as the emotions for this game, this being probably not the final, you know, the name we shall not call it. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, the final platy, the first Oregon, Oregon State, uh, quote unquote, Civil War. Um, this game will probably played, will be played in the future. I really think it will be. I think these two teams are going to be like, there's too much history not to. It won't mean the same, obviously. I mean, Jonathan Smith is gone. Obviously, I, I don't know if it was true. I would love if someone tuned in to tell me if they really showed the Michigan State highlights <laughs> on the big boards during the Odson game. I would love to know if that is true because that is hysterical if they did. I love that psychological warfare. It's that perfect line of like, is this too mean? Or like, no, this is perfectly, this is wonderfully mean enough, you know? You're not being like racist or anything. You're just being really, really hurtful, which is wonderful. I love it, you know? And, and you're going against, like, you're making fun of the millionaire. That's the person to make fun of always. Um, so Jonathan Smith is con. Like, that's got to be soul-crushing for Oregon State fans. A lot of their players will likely transfer, which is brutal. Who knows what's going to happen to the pack, too. And so things, it won't mean the same. I would. I still want this game to be played in the future because, again, history. Like, Oregon, Oregon State, that's something that should always happen. The gap may get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. It was already leaning towards Oregon, though they did beat us last year, so you never know. But things are looking pretty grim for Oregon State brothers. And um, my heart does go out to them, but God damn, am I glad we beat them because... The shit talk would have been bonkers if we lost. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. I don't blame you. I hope Oregon State can still be a competitive program in the future. I hope it doesn't turn into just some, like, team that we pay to practice. I also hope we never lose to them again. So, complicated feelings. Um... It was sad. It was sad to see it out there. But uh, right now, I am still solely focused on the Pac-12 championship game. Don't know what to tell you. I'll, I'll let these emotions catch up to me in the off season. I do love the Oregon State Beavers. I would love if it became a thing where, I don't know, uh, we... <laughs> where, where the Beavers dominated the, the Mountain West would be wonderful for me. I don't know what to tell you. It's there's a lot of complicated, complicated emotions. 
But, uh, yeah, complicated, complicated day. I watched all that Apple Cup. I saw a vulnerable team that should lose to Oregon, but I saw that when we played them earlier in the season, too, so I don't know what to tell you, man. Uh, All I can say is we're we're ramping up to the biggest, biggest season in Pac-12 history, which happens to be the last, which makes me sad, but I am so... I'm excited for the future, too. You know? It's like graduating high school is what it feels like. (sighs) Well, now I'm bummed. Friday. Duck fans, I'll be here. You know the Quack 12 will be here. Quack. Quack. Quack.